and good Hi. day. <laughs> wow, I feel <laughs> rusty. What's happening? Uh, it's only been a week, but I feel like it's been a long it feels like a lifetime. It it feels like a lifetime. And it's also like the end of last week was long for me. And yeah, but it definitely <sighs> feels like something switched. Like there was a season change or something. Oh, yes. yeah. That I also, was going to say there's been a lot of rain. Yeah. There's some warm days, some cold days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have gotten like nonstop rain. And then all of a sudden it's hotter than hell. Hot. I'm oh. not ready for this. Huh. About to be sweating. Oh, yeah. I went to Target yesterday afternoon and um, I like was in there for like 20, 30 minutes and I never cooled down just from walking in because it was so like humid. <laughs> yeah. And the woman at the um, self-checkout was like, how are you doing, baby? And I was like, I'm just trying to like live. I'm so hot. And I could like <laughs> feel the heat coming in from the doors. And she was like, oh, I know. She was like, you better prepare before you go back out there. And I was like, I can't. How do you prepare for that? <laughs> That's a great question. Life, I would want to know. Life is pain. Life is pain. Life is pain. I mean, I guess I got to get used to it for my my humid days ahead in my I mean, New Orleans life. But Okay, mm-hmm. New Orleans is hot too because I was going to say there's nothing like Texas heat. I remember coming back here from Oklahoma, which yeah. is I feel just as hot. And I but I was I was dripping balls of sweat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate sweating. I hate it so much. And so it's like there's something different about this heat. It really is. It's also like extra humid. Mm. Yeah, because I growing up in North Texas, I don't remember it being as hot as it gets here. And then when I look at the temperatures back at home, it's usually like eight to ten degrees cooler. And like it doesn't seem like a lot, but it is truly like it feels so drastic for some reason. It does. How bizarre. How bizarre. But then when I look at New Orleans, it's usually cooler there. It's just like the humidity Mm -hmm. is higher. So Right. What are you going to do? What, you know, pick your poison. You want the humidity or you want the dry heat or you want Texas that's got the (laughs) in-between? Let us know know at the Golden Ghouls podcast (laughs) at (laughs) gmail.com. All right. I'm excited for today. Yeah, me too. Uh, Because first off, we're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Today is our 30th ghoul talk. Wow. Oh my <laughs> gosh. 30, baby. Wow. 30, flirty, and thriving. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Me this year at some point. Oh, uh, yes. That's it, also yes. exciting. We're months away. Let's a while. <laughs> a while. Um, well, where'd I get that accent? I don't know. But yeah, it, you know, at some point <laughs> I'll turn 30 this year. Wow, 30 ghoul talks, 30 I know. listener story times. Yeah, which, I mean, <laughs> that's times a lot of stories. The campfire, as we told their stories. Yes. Oh, man, I wish we did have a campfire. I know, I'm matching it. A s'more sounds good. One day. You guys, our next investigation, I don't care if it's the dead of summer, we're having a campfire and a s'more. Sounds mm-hmm. good to me. That's what I'm saying. Isn't 
Up here, that's when you have a campfire and a s'more, the dead of summer. Okay, then let's do oh. it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's great. That's, well, that would make sense because it'd be too cold outside. Any other time. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Just set yep. that up. Okay. So come on up. We're coming. Right. We're coming. We're coming to Salem. Just We're going to do it. For the campfires and the s'mores and the stories. Yep. Yeah. Maybe August. Ooh. We'll plan, we'll plan it. We'll figure something out. All right, y'all. I can kick us off with a little story from Angela. Okay. Woo. And it says, hello, ghouls. I've had quite a few paranormal encounters in my time, but the one that sticks out most is the woman in the mirror. Oh, no. Yes. We lived in my grandmother's house, and the downstairs bathroom mirror looked into her bedroom if the door was left open. The first time I saw her, I believe I was 10 or 11. I was very upset and was looking in the mirror at myself, and she appeared, smiled into the mirror, and walked into my grandmother's room. She walked right behind me. She was wearing a long dress that buttoned up the neck and had her hair done in a bun. I could see her fully once she entered my grandmother's room, and she had a cocker spaniel with her. Oh, okay. Well, that's good news. Yes. I was not scared at that moment, but when I thought of it later, it scared the hell out of me. I could not hear her coming, but she walked into the room, and then the dog appeared, and they faded away. This seemed to have happen whenever I was really sad and only in that particular mirror. I have no idea who she was, and I never forgot her. Every time I saw her, I felt warm and safe until she was gone. Then I would freak out a bit. It has been a very long time since I last saw her. I think about her now, and I realize she looked a bit like an adult version of me. My grandma would often say she thought she saw the dog run down the stairs, but I never asked her about it when she was still alive. Oh, what? I mean, if you're about to, you you need to get yourself a cocker spaniel. Yeah, that's a full mm-hmm. that's a full body apparition, though, honey. <laughs> yes, damn crazy. details and all buttons up the that, neck. I know. The and dog. How scary would that be? The First one off, thing, I don't want to mm-hmm. see anything in a mirror. No. And then it comes into the room? No. You're talking 40? Is that 40? I don't even 40. know. 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay? Listen, right. stuff in the mirror that's not my own face, That my own face is scary enough sometimes. You know, like, <laughs> I don't need to see someone else. God. That's one of the things that always freaks me out in scary movies. Whenever there's like a mirror scene, I'm like, someone's going to pop up behind them. It's going to happen. Yeah. It made me laugh, though, when <laughs> they said they were upset and looking in the mirror. I was like, have you guys ever just cried and looked at yourself <laughs> to make yourself stop? Because you're like, I look hideous. I've, <laughs> I have used to do that oh, as yes. a kid. I would go into the <laughs> yes. bathroom and cry in front of the mirror so I could make myself stop. Because I'd be like, you look ugly <laughs> when you're crying. <laughs> I don't even think it was to make myself stop stop when I was a kid I think I just wanted to just be like dramatic and like <laughs> stare at she, and be like too, look at that pain girl yes exactly. she's so like in pain. her she's in her own movie yeah <laughs> put some oh. music on the background on my uh boom box <laughs> oh my god just tears streaming down your child face <laughs> Life was hard. It was so hard. (laughs) When you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah. For real. Damn. All right. I've got a little story. I love it. Do it. 
This is from our listener and pal, Tuesday. We love her. She has the cutest family. Gorgeous. We were actually... Yes, like Gorge. Gorge. Georgina family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Hi, ghouls. I want to share a story. So, a little backstory. My mom and dad have been together for 30-plus years. My mom and Nana, dad's mom, never got along. Long story short, my Nana doesn't fuck with us, but who cares? Anyway, my mom had gone to a medium or spiritual healer, and they told her that she has a curse from my Nana. Now, this part is where things get a little weird. My Tata is from Alamogordo, New Mexico. I'm sorry if I'm butchering these pronunciations, by the way. Uh, Dad's dad. He was engaged to another woman when he met my Nana. Safe to say, she's a homewrecker and took my Tata from his fiance. Ooh, the tea. The tea. Rumor has it that his ex fiance put a curse on my Nana. Oh, damn. And every female following after would never be happy. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. Jeez. Oh, snap. I'm a believer in the paranormal. I've had experiences before, and I feel I'm very sensitive to energies, but I haven't really gone too deep with it. Now, this part gets even weirder. We recently moved out of our two-bedroom apartment and into a house. The move has been a blessing. My boyfriend wanted to get the house professionally cleaned, so that's what we did. Once the lady came in, she started working. She started in our den where the kids' toys are. Sophia is eight, Obi is one, Luna is two months. <laughs> she had mentioned to me to get rid of any and all stuffed animals because demons attach themselves to them. Oh. That would explain my childhood. She then told me stories of what happened to her in the past with the paranormal. I found what she was saying to be very interesting. Loved her. She also picked up on a dark energy that she saw attached to me. And she said that someone years ago put a curse on me and that I needed to get it cleansed out of my body. What? Imagine. I mean, this is a great. Someone telling you that. You know, I'm glad she came over. Right? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) She also gave me advice to pray and bless my kids every night, which I already do. What got me freaked out was when she said, Something is going to happen at nighttime, but you cannot allow it to scare you. Say your prayers and tell it you are not welcome here. I paused and wanted to run out of my own house because I was terrified. I asked her what she meant, and she just said to say prayers and don't ever stop believing in your faith. Then she finished and left. A few days went by, and I was kind of just lurking, waiting for something to go down. I did not want to be alone. I wanted all the lights on at night. I realized, like, okay, I got to (laughs) chill. Nothing's going to happen. Fat lie. (laughs) A week goes by. (laughs) She's funny. A week goes by, and I'm no longer on edge. It's maybe 8 p.m. We put our oldest daughter to bed. We say our prayers, close the door, and then she's good in bed asleep. An hour later, 9 o'clock, I'm putting my newborn daughter to sleep. I'm rocking her, walking around the house. She's a bit fussier than usual, so I'm trying to soothe her. 
My boyfriend is putting our son to bed as well. He's sitting on the couch giving him a bottle. Can you hear Dante yes, screaming? Yes, I was right like, now? Dante is like scared of what's about to happen. The <laughs> anticipation's killing him. Dante. It truly is. I thought it was a baby screaming. I was like, wow. I was like, this story <laughs> has got sound effects. For <laughs> everything. It's pretty high tech. We're pretty high tech here. <laughs> So I'm standing in front of the hallway and I glance up and our older's our older daughter's room door starts to open. I kid you not. That shit was closed, girls. Closed. <laughs> I screamed and panicked and I was terrified. I asked my boyfriend to please check on Sophia to make sure that she was in bed asleep. And sure enough, she was out. No idea how her door opened on its own. He checked the whole house. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I saw with my own two eyes a door open on its own. Scared the shit out of me. Since then, nothing crazy has gone down, but I reached out to someone to come clear the house of any energies, and she's going to do some work on me as well. Love you, girls. Please send positive vibes our way. Whoa. Oh, my. I mean, let's so I, let's hope the door opening is it. That's the end of it. Right. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Scary, yeah, but and I, I feel like I learned so much because the whole stuffed animal thing. I'm now wondering, like, does that also go for your, like, you know, animal toy stuffed animals? Because yeah. I got one in the yeah. house that Holly attacks. Oh my god. <laughs> and like when she sees it, she'll just start hissing at it. Oh my god. Oh, Emily. Yeah. I'm <gasps> like, I don't know what's up with that. And I hid it for a while, but she was trying <laughs> to find it. What? Yeah, it's weird. <gasps> it's weird. That is weird. Oh my god. Yeah. And I've seen on the camera because like I have this camera, I'll watch her when I leave the house. Uh-huh. And she'll put it in her mouth and scream. <gasps> <laughs> Emily, what is I'm happening? scared. <laughs> Yo, it's weird, dude. And I think something's wrong. I think something's inside that thing. Oh, my God. Holy crap. You might be right. <laughs> Picturing her screaming <laughs> while that's in her mouth is... Oh, for every j- everyone... Holly's a cat. Just yeah. so you <laughs> For those who don't know or are just tuning in, oh my Holly God. is not a, a toddler or an old person. Holly is <laughs> an old person. <laughs> oh my She's God. Like that and something's up with that toy. Oh my God. So. Try to get some footage next time. Maybe we'll post it on the ground. Yes. Okay, I will. Is Emily's stuffed animal haunted? <laughs> Holly thinks so. I'm just over here with Angus, like, loving his stuffed animals way too much. Like, today, <laughs> cool. one of his bears was, like, caught under the rug, and he was, like, struggling so hard to try and, like, get it out because he wanted to, like, snuggle it so bad. Oh my God. And I was like, oh sir, gosh. let me help you. <laughs> And then he was embarrassed and didn't want anymore. <laughs> we don't deserve pets. We don't. Seriously. We really oh. don't. <laughs> All right. Love well, it. that's adorable. Let's get back to the stories. Yes, ma'am. This next one is from Bob. Bob. <gasps> Bob. Our guy, Bob, Bob from Down Under. Bob from, from Down, Down Under. Under. Love, love him. I-, I won't even try to do an Australian accent, Bob. I- It'd be sad. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to try up front because it says, Good day. 
See, but your bet. Hey, you could have fooled me. You shot your shot, and I did. It was a fail. <laughs> you said good day, ghouls. I have been wanting to share with y'all a spooky tale for some time, but I was concerned that it would be less coherent narrative and more of a word salad. <laughs> Anyhow. In spite of this, I decided to share a shorter, spooky happening. About Mm. 20 years ago, I lived in an inner northern suburb of Sydney called Kirribilli. In in an apartment, which was a quiet cul-de-sac street. The apartment building was an older-style apartment building dating from the 1930s with only six apartments in the building. I realized what I'm going to describe could, of course, have a rational explanation of one kind or another, and yet I have always had the sense that I was being observed or being stared at when no person apart from myself was around. Typically, this occurred late at night or early hours of the morning when no people were anywhere around. As I was coming home from work as a chef, Going up the stairs to my apartment, I always got the feeling that someone on the floor above was watching me, a sense which promptly faded as I reached said floor. I also got an eerie feeling from being in or near the laundry room, which was behind the building, again, often coupled with a sense of being stared at by what or whom I don't know. Thank you so, so much for producing your podcast so consistently. Oh, God. No, thank you for listening. And bringing us all the joy of spookiness. I have some other stories about stuff that happened at that apartment and some experiences elsewhere, which if I'm able to express them concisely and sufficiently enough, I would like to share. Yours sincerely, Bob H. Bob. Thanks, Bob. Bob, that was fabulous. First, Bob, we're going to need more info about this apartment building. We got to find out what happened there. You know, why mm-hmm. might you be failing watched? Who yeah. could be there? Also, that was not a word salad at all. No, that was no, wonderful. Totally and coherent. I'm going to tell you this right now, Bob. I feel like I'm being watched all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anybody else always thinking they're on the Truman Show? Like somebody out here I do is have watching those. me. Yeah. Do things. I do think and everyone's in there on could it. be an explanation for the laundry room specifically, though, because... A lot of, like, electrical work puts off, like, high EMF, which can make you kind of feel mm-hmm. like you're being watched mm. or, like, huh. just gives you this kind of, like, eerie feeling in the body. So that could be yeah. what's going on in that room specifically. Although I don't know. There could also be huh. a spirit. Hard to say, but... Could ugh. be both. I never want to be watched. No, you don't like it. No. Well, Bob, keep us posted and obviously share whatever other spookiness you have because Always. that was beautiful yeah. and we understood it completely. And if you'd rather record yourself like a voice memo, yes. again, we love send it that. on in. Whatever we is easier. We love voice memos. We got one more spooky one for y'all. And this one comes from our dearest friend, Fatima. <gasps> Yay! Yep. Wow. Keeping the stories our coming. Girl. I'm telling y'all, she needs to write a book of spooky experiences. Seriously, she does. She's just consistently sharing, and I appreciate it. She says, hi there, ghoul friends. I have another one for you. 
I was raised Islamic. A few members of my family converted to Christianity. To say that I was very confused growing up is an understatement. I spent much of my time questioning everything I was taught. I had classes on the weekends to teach me religion in Arabic. I grew up with this language. Anything paranormal and anything spiritual or ghostly ooh, <laughs> a phenomenon was looked upon as the work of the devil, which I've heard from many religions, so that's very common. Needless to say, I found this far from the truth. At this point, it is not news to you ghouls that I see things, well, often. It's not news. <laughs> you do. The story is a bit different from what I have previously sent in. Picture this, Pennsylvania, 1998. It, it is nighttime and I am having a spiritual crisis. See what I did there? I had a TV in my room. I would fall asleep to syndicated episodes of The Golden Girls. But mm -hmm. on this night, I was in a state of questioning, what is real? What religion is the correct one? Why can't we all get along? Blah, blah, blah. Dare I mention, on this night, I may have smoked just a little too much pot. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Pretty sure that neither, that is neither here nor there, or is it? Anyway, I fell asleep to my golden girls just as I did every weekday night, and I had a dream that I was in a white mansion. It had super high ceilings, and the trim was gold. It was majestic, beautiful, and very spacious. The doorbell rang, mm -hmm. and I answered it. There stood a man wearing a long, monk-like robe. It was brownish in color. He had a beard and wore a finger cut out and wore finger cut out gloves. The man was extremely kind. Oh my, what is what are words? The man oh. had extremely kind eyes, but these eyes also reflected depth. Like he plunged into darkness on many occasions. He put his hand out and I held it. Immediately, I felt peace. What was odd was that no words were spoken, but the silence was so full of wisdom. The next morning, I woke up, TV still on Lifetime, and I could hear the theme song to Unsolved Mysteries. As I lay there contemplating my profound and interesting dream, I could hear the name Padre Pio on the TV. This name was to be spoken about in this segment of Unsolved Mysteries. I stood up to go to the bathroom and stopped dead in my tracks. The man who was pictured on the TV was the man that was in my dream. What the hell? What? I watched the episode with an enormous amount of goosebumps all over my body. I was stuck on the TV. Still had to go to the bathroom, but pausing the TV wasn't an option. <laughs> so waiting till commercial was necessary. Man, remember when you couldn't pause live TV? <laughs> Those were rough times. Again, I was raised Islamic. Saints and anything of the like were not in my upbringing. I came to understand that this was a man who suffered from stigmata for 33 years of his life. Jesus. His wounds were always bleeding, and this is why he wore the gloves. People from all over the world would flock to Italy to be healed by this man. And after he passed away, pieces of his gloves would be used to heal as well. He was deemed a saint by the Vatican. I was blown away. I called my friend and started explaining my experience. We made plans for later in that day to go to a local pizza place. Eventually, we made it there. We ordered our food, and as I handed my money over... Oh God, what happened to me? <laughs> as I handed over my money <laughs> to pay for my lunch, right there to the left of the register stood a jar to collect 
money for the Padre Pio Foundation in Bartow, Pennsylvania. I was dumbfounded. What the hell is going on here? Seriously? I mean, what are the odds? You best believe we took a ride that day to Bartow, which happened to be a little over an hour away from where I live. This was before cell phones, so MapQuest was the way to go. Ultimately, I didn't find much when I went to the foundation. Many statues of him with children. It was beautiful. The impression this man left with the masses was nothing short of incredible. What was even more beautiful was the true connection I felt to him. I genuinely believe he came to me. I was meant to know about him. I've done great amounts of research on him since then and always feel a deep sense of connection every time. Never mind the whole stigmata phenomenon, it really is a very fascinating subject. If you've never seen the movie Stigmata, I highly recommend it. Anyway, thank you for listening. And as always, stay spooky. XOXO. That is wild. Crazy. I really like the movie Stigmata. I used to watch it when I was little. It's a classic. A weird choice for a preteen, but... A classic movie. Exactly. Crazy. But what are the odds? Like, just... You saw him in the dream. Then you learned about him on TV. And then there happens to be, like, a foundation for him, like, near you? So bizarre. I I can't even fathom. I cannot even fathom. So bizarre. So bizarre. Something's going on there, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be reading about Stigmata for, like, the next few hours, like, as I'm trying to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what kind of dreams I'll have. Oh, my gosh. I've been having nutso dreams recently. I don't know what they mean. Mm, Might have been kind of pleasant. Ooh, what's that like? You know, you don't want to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) I had a dream last night that my neighbor had a werewolf. Oh. Bar mitzvah? No. Spooky, scary, but no. It was just a werewolf. Like, she walked it around like it was a dog. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) furries do that, right? Yeah, I guess. But it was like a legitimate animal it was terrifying i can still picture it sick and goals in my mind's eye um oh also we talked about someone was talking about energy work i think it must have been tuesday's story and speaking of i had energy work done this weekend with my mentor it's called access Mm. bars it's the craziest thing that i've ever experienced they like lightly touch on these very specific points on your head and it's supposed to like release people can look it up because I cannot explain these things to you. But when I tell you my body felt the weirdest things just from someone like lightly pressing their hands on me, it was the craziest thing I've ever felt. My face was like tingling my like knees and my like ankles kept twitching. It was so bizarre. We are knees. And then afterward, my mentor was like, that's the craziest session I've ever had. My body was tingling all over. I was like, me too. So if anyone wants a crazy experience, find someone who um, offers access bars or some people just call, call them bars. But that makes me think of Zanny, Zanny bars. Zanny bars. 
So you might find like a drug dealer. Yeah. So I say look up access bars and if they just call them bars, then that's fine. But (laughs) don't just go searching for bars. Um, whew. What a fun one. Wow, that was a round of spookies. I, I'm going to dream about the lady in the mirror, probably. Yeah. Oh, Let's report back in the morning. Yes. If we can remember our dreams. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.